welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One and sometimes other motorsport podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna, and joining me again for already the third time since our relaunch, um, getting sick of him already, basically. <laughs> That's it, I'm out of here, lady. Is our uh, quasi-former producer and now frequent or infrequent we'll see contributor <laughs> flip medley it's like when fraser spun off from cheers you know or yes you know you get but see unlike unlike that i'm not gonna plug anything i'm doing I'm gonna, <laughs> you get all the shine no no that's actually okay well i mean maybe in the future maybe when you come back you know to yeah. hang out again which i hope you'll do um i'm still editing the videos there you go so yeah uh listeners watchers whatever you're doing flip's gonna be going off and doing his own very cool thing uh it sounds like from what he's told me so and i'm not gonna say anything more Ooh, it's a secret for now um and you'll find out i guess um i i know what this is all about though i have to say i figured it out flip uh, this is all about the fact that you want to once again be eligible to win Tweet of the Week. Am I right? Yes! Yes! <laughs> because if I can't win Tweet of the Week, what is the point? What is the freaking point? I called it. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew that. I knew that it was the once real... Once you're no longer an employee, you're can win Yeah, you, you've, like, you've made up this whole other project you're going to do, right? You're just like, no, I just want to win oh, yeah. Tweet of the Week. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean... You're on to me. It's totally true. I figured it out. Okay, cool, cool. Um, anyway, before we get into things, uh, just a reminder, guys, uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform of your choice and you're not subscribed yet, please do that. Um, and, uh, of course, if you're listening on any of the platforms that allow you to give us a rating or review, please give us a good one because you love us, right? Uh, and uh, if you're uh, watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel and follow us on the socials. We are at racing underscore incident at both uh, Twitter and Instagram. Tell people about us. Tell them to check us out. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your boss. I mean, I don't know if your boss is into motorsport, but if they are, uh, tell them. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up, so uh, st we're going to have a lot of different cool guests and, you know, people much better than, like, this guy over here. So, yeah, um, let's just jump right into it as uh, there's, well, there's, I don't know, there's sort of a lot to discuss. First off, uh, how did you find the, I feel like this is a topic of conversation for everybody <laughs> with this week being the first weekend of the whole revised sprint format, how did you feel about it? How did you find it? Okay. <laughs> I, I am married to someone who loves MotoGP more than she loves F1, but will not confess on her F1 podcast <laughs> that she loves MotoGP more. I'm totally outing her for this. So here's the thing. I'm going to talk MotoGP for a brief second. They've incorporated sprint races at the start of every race. Right. And that's new this season, right? Yes. So they have like 21 races, and every race is going to have a sprint. And what we've determined is that whoever is going to win the championship will be the person who does not get killed or injured <laughs> in the sprint races. Literally. That is because every week the sprint races happen and guys are going like balls to the wall. They're like flying and they're hitting each other mm -hmm. or they're losing control and going off track. And, you know. and this week it was more carnage, more people getting hurt. We had uh, Fabio Quattararo, who's like, you know, an amazing rider. Um, he wound up, you know, literally like getting knocked unconscious at one point. And then he got back on the bike uh, during a break in the action. So basically imagine like you have a red flag. The riders can go back to their, you know, to the pit, 
get back, you know, get situated <laughs> and then get told like, hey, get back on the bike. And if you're okay, you can go. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're not allowed. No, they, they stopped him because he had concussion-like symptoms from what Ooh. I understand. Okay, so did I enjoy the sprints? Well, I'm going to be honest. I enjoy the sprints in MotoGP as well because it's crazy. It's like these guys are just going full tilt for, you know, third. I think it's a third of a race distance. Um, I do enjoy the sprints. It's like it's like getting the Cliff's Notes version of what's going to happen in the race. <laughs> it is more action. There, you know, if, if you don't care about pit stops and you know any kind of uh, strategy, <laughs> it's just go 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 go. The only real strategy was like what tires, right? Right. Um, yeah, I liked it. That's a long-winded way to say I liked it. Yeah. Uh, but I feel guilty about that <laughs> if that makes sense. Because because it's just carnage, right? Like it's it. There's a little like all the times Formula One people have mocked NASCAR, like oh you just watch it for the crashes. I feel like we're becoming the people who enjoy like the chaos and the carnage. Well, I mean, if we like I think sprints. that was Australia more so than than uh, yeah than this. I mean, this week in fact for it being Baku and everyone's usually expecting a lot more carnage here. There was. Very little carnage, in fact. That's true. Hardly any. I mean, there was basically none other than Max's little poor hurt side pod, um, <laughs> which we'll get to. Well, you know. Um, what, what can we say that hasn't already been said about I Max's mean, side pod? I mean, I think we can still say it anyway. Um, but oh, don't get me wrong. I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm still, like, I'm, I do think it's, it's, it's a tough one because I feel like it's, it is better that the sprint has its own standalone qualifying now, I guess. Um, and that, you know, that it was, um, that it doesn't affect, you know, the, the, that the qualifying for the Grand Prix is separate. I, I do think that's kind of more correct and, you know, maybe more the way it should be. And, but at the same, but I think, you know, the hope though was that, um, that as a result, they'll risk more in the sprint. You know, they'll be like, oh, we're not worried about, you know, uh, our grid position becoming uh, worse or terrible for the main race. So, you know, there'll be more risks. I mean, I guess George Russell took that on board, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> GR63, my boyfriend. <laughs> That's right. You must mm -hmm. be very proud. I was about, you know... Well, you yeah. know, it, it's funny. I mean, no one's ever asked me which F1 driver I would date. And I was like, oh, well... No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's boring. And I'm like... He's boring, but apparently he's very assertive. So, That's you know. right. That's right. In fact, I don't know if you may have to reassess, um, you know, your choice potentially here. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's where we align. I mean, anyone who's uh, ever seen me sim race knows that okay, like, I, okay, I, right. I channel my energy R63. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious, like, did you enjoy the sprint race? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I have... Like, I'm looking at it also as, like, the whole weekend, you know. The sprint by itself, I guess it's fine. I mean, it was definitely more, of course, it's more interesting to watch things that matter rather than a practice, you know, sure. But I, I have to say, like, I can't believe I'm saying this as a newer fan who's supposed to be more like whatever and let's do and let's put, you know, fire-breathing dragons on the circuit and, you know whatever else and <laughs> you know i'm supposed to be one of these like dts fans right who's like willing to you know have whatever <laughs> happen I, I kind of i felt like it was 
it was uh, all very, everything was so hectic and so rushed. Like that, that kind of, I was like a little, like, and here I'm sitting at home watching this. I'm not having to put a car together to drive this car, do anything. And I was like stressed out. And I'm like, I can't imagine what it was like for the, which is why, um, you know, Tim's boyfriend, Yuki, I was very impressed by him being like, you know, uh, he, he said at the, uh, towards the, when, and it was one of his post-race interviews, he was like, you know, I really think the team and the mechanics and everyone, like people, you know, this weekend was so hard for everyone and everyone did such a great job. I was like, oh, Yuki, that's my boy. Like that's, uh, you know, he's he's very young to, to Mm -hmm. already, um, have you know the the right kind of attitude you don't see that a lot from a lot of the other younger drivers <laughs> uh, not even yuki because like um yeah he, i think he got he got roasted was in his first year for um yelling about how the car was a piece of right, deleted. right yeah and um Ron's <laughs> toast was like look you can't say that there are people whose livelihoods are tied to like working on I mean, this yeah. and you're basically so 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 yuki like the cursing, he's matured the a lot. Yeah, but I think I think to some degree it's because he's also in a put up or shut up situation now, right? Because yeah. Honda is out of there with Red Bull. Yeah. So Red Bull and and as I say, Toro Rosso and Alpha Tauri <laughs> don't need him. Right. They could be like, yeah. well, you're you're a you're a Honda baby. We don't need you anymore. Yeah. And until Honda has a, a team in F one, who knows? Well, they could come back that. still. You know. They're there is talk of that for twenty twenty six, but they, that's I right. think. I forget if they were going to be an engine supplier or if they were actually looking at a team, but I, I don't think either one has uh, materialized. Yeah, right? at least not that we, you know, I don't, I don't know if there, I can't remember if there's, I don't think there's like a, or if there is a deadline, I don't think it's passed or whatever. There's, I think you could still, if you're somebody that wants to get in, can get in. But um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, Yuki, but like, so you know, but I, I felt that again, like I, I'm not sure I like that aspect of it. And again, it, it w- I mean, it was exciting, I guess, to have everything be meaningful and every session be. But I almost uh, was concerned that, like, um, you know, that, that that was negatively affecting, like, some of the stuff, like, what Yuki was saying, like, I, I was, you know, because I'm always, like, I'm, you know, I'm a mom and I'm always worried about people. <laughs> and I was, like, but I will tell you what I did uh like about this whole format and that was when on thursday they were asking the drivers in the press conference about it of course you know how do you feel about the new format and everything and everyone generally is like yeah it's fine whatever we should try new things it's cool you know but more than one driver mentioned the fact that the sprint qualifying would be so early in the morning (laughs) (laughs) No time to party. Also, the temperatures will be lower. No, no, they weren't even. Well, yeah, that's right. But like, no, they weren't. They were not talking about the temperatures at all. I got the sense, or in fact, partying. Because I mean, I think realistically, nobody is doing. You know, maybe on the when Sunday when the race is over. You know, but like, not. You mm-hmm. know, no. I mean, they they do have to be pretty pretty serious, right? Um, and you know, get enough sleep and whatever. But right, right. Uh, the, they, yeah, they were like more than one person mentioned like, well, I got to, you know, I got to get up real early and I have to make sure. And Carlos Sainz was all like, I have to make sure I do a really good job with, I guess, my warm up and my whole pre whatever race routine <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, like I had never considered this as being a factor. Like to me, that was just comical. And I liked that aspect of it. 
but now I'm imagining for the future ones that there's going to be five more of these this season. And now all I can think of is the fact that like when they happen again, I'm going to be like, all right, who had a, who was like on the struggle bus this morning, like trying to wake up. <laughs> you know, and with Miami coming up, you can only hope that like someone will be like, you know, there'll be like photos of like Leclerc on the beach in Miami. Like, partying. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but I don't see it. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I were him, I'd be they're partying because like you know well yeah there's, it's not... I, what was it what was it uh the last year i think it was when they went to miami pierre gasly hung out with like michael jordan oh yeah and... yeah he he had a whole like dinner with him which yeah, yeah he said he maybe they compared maybe they compared hairstyles <laughs> um <laughs> pierre's like i'm thinking about going home and michael's like no no you he did the george Costanza's like no man live while you can yeah yeah, yeah. you've got two maybe three years left <laughs> Yeah, that was actually really cute because like Pierre did, he was set and he even said in one of his, when they did the, the one of their recent like little videos, uh, they asked him if they'd ever been starstruck by anyone and Pierre said Michael Jordan. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's cute. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think I probably, well, I don't know. I don't get starstruck by really anyone. So it's, I'm a weird, uh, it's <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but you're, you're like a real journalist. Whereas like, I, I'm the guy who like, we were at, uh, we were in New York for Comic-Con and Stan Lee was like at our hotel and I saw him at breakfast one morning and like Grace is sitting there and I'm like, Hey, that's, she's like, that's Stan Lee. And I'm like, Thanks. I'm like, Stan Lee. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like turned total, like melting fanboy. And, and she was just like, I am so ashamed. <laughs> great well i mean she married you she knew what she was getting into like oh yeah yeah i have yeah. no i have no sympathy at that point yeah. <laughs> but i i think it's i think it's interesting because um i mean i think i think that it will be fascinating to see what happens to these drivers as they wind up dealing with miami and vegas on the calendar and you got monaco which many of them live there now right, right. so like right. so i'm like what does it take to like really like break them down because they have, I mean, they are, for the most part, young men who are extremely wealthy, who are at the height of a, a profession in motorsport where they are celebrities. Mm -hmm. um, DTS has certainly made some of them celebrities even more so than they ever probably expected to be. Yeah. And they're walking down the streets and, I mean, what was it? Uh, Leclerc has, like, you know, people, like, ringing his doorbell right. asking autographs all Which the time. Which is, yeah, that's, that's still really sad and bad. But, again, I do Mad stand by the fact that, like, I, again, he probably feels like, I mean, he's from there. He's lived there like his whole life. So to him, it feels like a normal situation to be there and be not, you know, and like, he's like, I'm just at my house. But like, it's almost like he doesn't realize he's Charles Leclerc, you know? Right, right. <laughs> he's just a normal dude trying to live his life in Monaco. Right, right. He's odd. like, I just happened to drive, you know, an F1 car on the weekends. Otherwise, I'm a totally normal dude. Driving around yeah. in my Ferrari Pista, you know. <laughs> he just wants to. He just wants to play the piano and be left alone. Yeah, I mean, even with that, it was so funny. Like he was like, he's like, oh yeah, I just put the song out and now I'm like number six on uh, uh, on the charts or whatever. Like he he just, it's very cute and charming. Of course, you know, he's he's not he's not all like full of himself, which is which is sweet um, and mm -hmm. uh, and nice. Uh, but but at the same time, it's like you have to you don't have to be full of yourself to get the proper security. Anyway, I've said all that before. Yeah. I, I stand by that. You just you have to have anyway. Um, I think I do think that if I I think that if I met Lewis, I would probably not be I'm not going to like embarrass myself still. <laughs> I don't feel. But that might be the closest I might come to because uh, he's um, uh, uh, he's so like uh, 
radiantly uh <laughs> he's <laughs> he like glows you know what i mean there's like an aura you make it sound like it's like um depictions of jesus in like <laughs> right. in, in like medieval art <laughs> right or, or, is it medieval i forget what area it is i know it's like, it is like yeah. a halo of light yes 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 it's like, yes it's yeah. like here's Lewis bestowing the trophy upon right, you know, right. It's like that. Here's Lewis receiving the the trophy. <laughs> here's Lewis winning his hundred and you know hundredth race. Yeah, or whatever yeah, I mean. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but I I'd like to believe I can, I can still. I've had people. It's funny. Uh, this past uh, weekend, um, there were a bunch of people that did this fan project for Lewis that I actually uh, took part in, and uh, the, so we have like a group chat um, on uh, Twitter where we, was where we submitted stuff and whatever. And then, um, and, and there, so the, the person, one of the people who organized it, she's the one that went and like gave him this or not gave him, had him sign this banner we made and whatever. Anyway, uh, I'll put a link for people in the show notes of the, if she, if they want to see, um, she had, she got a really nice high quality video actually from the Mercedes videographer guy because oh. he was there, uh, uh, filming Lewis and yeah. Um, and I mean, she, she talked to him more than once too. It was, <laughs> she was, she was, uh, in the paddock like all weekend and, um, uh, so people are like, you know, <laughs> I definitely am when I'm around like people who are like real like fangirling or whatever over something. I definitely do get like the ick. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just fandom. Like, but I, I mean, but I appreciate that. Yeah, they, they I don't I'm not judging any, you know, I'm as long as people keep it respectful or whatever and are not showing up at someone's house, then I think it's it's totally great <laughs> and fine. And everyone's and I think it's really sweet um, and lovely that the thing that for me is always weird and strange and uncomfortable is when people talk about they're like oh he doesn't have to like uh, you know oh, he stopped and you know signed autographs or a person did this or they're like they don't have to do that they were so nice they were so I was like I'm always like what are you talking about because I number one like that's I mean when you're a person who's uh, who has, you know, fans and people who wait maybe for hours or something somewhere to see you, like the least you could do is is to sign something for them or to say hello or take a selfie. And, you know, it's like people people attribute this kind of uh, status to people who are famous that really is not deserved. You know, they're, they're doing something really cool and incredible probably that may, is making them famous for sure. Uh, but that they're not better than you or me. They're also just a person. They fart just like you and me, <laughs> basically. I, I've been holding one in the entire time <laughs> we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. So, uh, so I have a question. I have a question. I just want to interject for a quick second. Yeah, yeah. So one of the topics that came up, and you reminded me of this, uh, talking about like, you know, they should take time for their fans. So we were watching Ted's race notebook because when it's Formula One race day, of course, Grace and I go through them like, like we watch every bit of content and some of it's just because we enjoy the hilarity of some of it. And Ted Kravitz <laughs> is like, he is a, he is a treasure, not a national treasure. I love treasure. him. He is a world treasure. <laughs> I actually haven't watched it for a long time. I used to sometimes watch them too, but I get, there's like so little time. So I, yeah. So fill me in. Okay. So the important thing that I was going to bring up is you're talking about people getting autographs and, you know, taking selfies with uh, these, these drivers and, as Alonzo's leaving the Aston Martin sort of like, I guess, debrief, he's going down our, like a accessibility ramp. And there's these people who had just gotten like all this interaction with Lance Stroll where they got a photo and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, um, they try to get Alonzo and Alonzo just like blows past <laughs> guy who had, like, like a camera. And he's, 
And so I thought about two things. One is, is uh, Grace has a lot a to answer for. Well, well, yeah, because I, I was allowed to think. Um, <laughs> but no, the, the big thing, the big thing was, was that we started talking about how she's a fan of Alonzo since, I mean, she's been pushing this uh, Alonzo 08 agenda since <laughs> like, bef- like years before we even met, right? Because oh, we no. met in 2012. So she's a longtime Alonzo fan, longtime McLaren fan. Um, so anyway, we were talking about, if I were talking about this today, Alonzo has this, uh, narrative around him of being a team killer and being like mean to teammates. Mm-hmm. But I asked the question, like, do you think that maybe that's a persona that we have projected onto him? And there's a kinder, gentler Alonzo <laughs> lurking somewhere <laughs> underneath that hard candy shell. And as we were talking mm. about this, she brought up an interesting point. The late great Kobe Bryant had the same sort of like image, right? He was an assassin. He was yeah. a killer. He didn't pass the ball to his teammates. He was selfish, but he had to be selfish because that's the only way the team would win. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's Alonzo's persona as well. He's selfish because he feels like he's the only one who can help the team win. So everything's on him. Everything's, you know. And so his personality, the, the bit we see uh, <laughs> manifesting on race day is like one aspect of his personality. And the rest of it is not, you know, axe murderer, serial killer, <laughs> You know, future, future, like you know, I don't know, a war crimes a criminal. He's, 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 he's. You know, there's something more to him, perhaps. And putting it in reverse, you know, I think that this is where I get. This is where I get a little bit. Um, I don't know, historical here, but like I always use the example of like, you know, when uh, when everyone's having the debates about like the Confederate monuments, oh, you can't delete our history, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, well, you know, the, the tricky part about history is when we talk about historical figures like a Thomas Jefferson, you also have to talk about the fact that he had a 16-year-old girl essentially enslaved to him and that he was impregnated, yeah. right? And there's no sense that that was purely consensual and rooted in love because he was married to someone else who thought they loved him and he loved them. And if we lionize this person, we'd say, oh, well, let's just focus on the Declaration of Independence and being a founding father yeah. and how intelligent and great, a great statesman he was. We're ignoring the warts. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I think, and this is where my fanboyism is always rooted in a bit of reality. It's like, I think last week I had you guys cracking up saying that if Lewis Hamilton performed some kind of horrible scatological act <laughs> in the street in front of my house, I'd still be like, yeah, Lewis, as long as it's not on my property, we're cool, right? <laughs> I think, I think... That's because I don't look at Lewis as if he has to pass some sort of kind of ideological purity test. Yeah. So like him hanging out and having a party with Elon Musk, I'm like, you know what, dude, whatever, because he's transacting a different space socially and economically than I am. So I, I guess you could say I'm a fan of what I perceive of him in sport and I'm a fan of who he is socially, mm-hmm. but I don't ask of him some sort of ideological perfection. And so I thought, ooh, what if Alonzo, what if we find out Alonzo's like, you know, <laughs> taking in orphans and like, because, because I'm listening during the, I'm listening during oh the race. Oh my God, oh my God, it's funny you say that because I feel like I saw some kind of comment, like I don't know if any of this is true, but somebody made some, some Alonzo fan who of course like hates Lewis, you know, I, I was, it was on some like Instagram post about something, I forget if it was an Aston Martin thing or some, you know, they were like, uh, oh, 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 it might've been on the. Uh, you know, it might have been uh, on the whole thing about Lewis going to see his brother uh, in mm-hmm. BTCC and how 
you know, how it's cool that like he didn't, you know, draw attention to himself and didn't post about it like while he was there or didn't and his brother didn't even know. And, you know, he was just like there incognito and whatever. Um, and, and so people are like, oh, but he's talking about it now. People are like, no, but it's after the fact. And then they were like, well, Alonzo, like somebody I saw some comment about it. They were like, Alonzo does something. And it was something about like African kids or something. I swear to God. I don't know if wow. this is true. I don't know if this is true. I will say um, his the brand, you know, his uh, Kamoa um, is uh, actually like all sustainable, whatever. Also, so like he's, you know, okay. he, but that's that's, you know, very likely to also be like a business decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you know, this is like Return of the Jedi. They're gonna pull his helmet off and reveal like an old withered Darth Vader <laughs> without his helmet face. Yeah, and that's what's underneath Alonzo's like actual like beneath his face is the face of Darth Vader with no helmet yeah. because. He's like a nice guy who's like old, wizened, and miserable, but he just wants to see the next generation succeed. I mean, yeah, I, or maybe he's a jerk. We don't know. I, I really, I think that, I think that it's pretty safe to say, like, I, again, jerk or not a jerk are is is a subjective, you know, characterization that depends on the context, right? If I'm you know, hanging out with Alonzo at a dinner and like, or at an event or so whatever, do I think he's a jerk? No, I probably think he's, uh, you know, nice and fun and he'll smile and, you know, we could like have a drink together, whatever. It's not like, mm -hmm. but, but is, but do I think that he's a good person? No, I don't because of the, it's demonstrably true that he's not because of the things he has said, uh, and done. And I mean, you oh, know, yeah. he, tried to blackmail his own team for for Christ's sake like it's oh yeah i mean i'm uh, there's you know there's just so Spygate. there's a million examples like in people um and i find it really interesting always and people of course bring this up a lot like you know when you look at the fact that he's done all these things he's he's acted like such a dickhead so many times but he's still his his reputation in formula 1 and in motorsport is is still, you know, excellent really because yeah, of the yeah. fact, you know, just by virtue of, and, and that I, I do, I do have a tough time with that because, you know, imagine if, uh, Lewis or even someone who maybe isn't the only black driver, I don't know, someone else like would do all these dickhead things and be, you know, but especially Lewis, like it, it would just never work. It would like, that would, you know, they, Lewis can't even can't even post about going to see his brother after the fact at a race, you know, without people being like, oh, he's drawing attention to himself or whatever. But, but I think I think there is a so gosh, see, I have these conversations all the time with my wife. So she's going to be like, you're stealing my content from my pod. Well, too bad. You're not here. OK, so. One of the things we've talked about is how Lewis kind of defies the model of what a race car driver is. I'm sure you've seen the memes where they're like, back when real men drove cars. They always have like James Hunt. It looks like an yes, old like, uh, Conan the Barbarian the type worst. of thing. Where it's like, there's a supermodel hanging off him. He's got like the a worst. cigarette and a beard. Yes, yes. And he looks like he's like. And that's he, Alonzo. Like, that's Alonzo. That's but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Part of the reason I think these people hate Lewis is because. He's winning, and he's not doing it the way they think he ought to be right. doing. He's not conducting himself the way they think mm -hmm. someone should socially, or in terms of like how he talks, or you know, any mm -hmm. anything he like. He is. He's not he a, about the toxic masculinity, and that's what they want. Correct, and that's correct, what they want. Correct, because that would validate yeah. every model they've ever had of how a man or a race right. car driver should be, and. 
I get it. Right? Yeah, and that's like, why those you know, people love Alonzo, love Max, love Dre. You know, that's oh, why they. We're gonna. I told you. I know. I have, know. I know. I know. You know what? But you know I'm how Alonzo's that, always that, saying all these the, nice things about Max. That's what like, my podcast is going to be about, is getting the Alonzo <laughs> fans and the Max fans to recognize that there can only be one Sith Lord, and it can either be Max or it can be Fernando. It can't be both. Both of them cannot exist at the same time well. and get equal shine. So one of them must strike down the other, <laughs> and that's it. We can either have the Spanish Armada or the Orange Army. You can't have both because, really, like, like in fact, you know what the most you know what the most hurtful thing that could happen to them would be is if Lewis retired. And here's why that would be genius in, in a sense from a social perspective because Alonzo fans and Max fans would have no one else to hate <laughs> but each other. Did you, did you see the things where Alonzo said he wouldn't mind being teammates with Lewis? Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Again. That is hilarious You know what that's about. Well, yeah, like, he wants the, another crack at it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously. obviously he's the, he's, <laughs> he, he, I mean, people make these jokes, like the people say that Lewis's fans say that Lewis lives in his head rent-free, but come on, he totally does. You know, like, it's it's he a fan. He beat him while he was a... Well, he tied him yeah. as a rookie. I mean, he was obviously extremely, extremely pissed off about it at the time and is still. Like, mm-hmm. he, he says nice things about Lewis when, when he's got a slower car than him. Other than that, <laughs> he's... <laughs> other than that, it's all, oh, this guy can only drive at the front, you know. Or yeah. Blah, 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 I blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, but uh, yeah, but Max... Uh, well, okay, but getting back to the weekend, yeah, I'm, I'm still like, I'm... It's okay. I guess I'm willing to see how other ones go, how how the future, how the other five are gonna go um, this uh, this season. And I think it does. I think partially it is a matter of uh, whether it's a good, um, you know, whether if it's the right track, the right weekend for it, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Like I've I've heard people make all kinds of crazy. Uh, suggestions about what they should do instead to spice up the weekend instead of doing this. Like people have all kinds of uh, cool ideas. Some of them, I mean, they're really good. Like a lot, nobody was ever going to do any of them. Like I heard somebody saying that like they should do a, like uh, they should have the sprint, but it should be like they'll, they should put in like either the reserve driver or some junior driver or somebody, you know, for something like that would be hilarious. But like, of course, that I mean, that's not going to happen. They're not going to be like, yeah, here, go and wreck our car before yeah. we have to race. In the cost cap era. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's, here's $10 million. Try yeah. not to break it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you ever watch, like, an F2 or an F3 race, you're not giving these guys an F1 car <laughs> to drive around for multiple laps, laps, or especially around somewhere like Baku. Like, forget about it. Um, You'll be here for end-of-season testing. Yeah, exactly. Like, somewhere on a nice, wide track with a lot of runoff, That then it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm undecided on it. I mean, and then the the main race was kind of a snooze, you know, like mm-hmm. overall too. The so yeah, the whole I know Baku didn't like deliver this year, sadly. Baku is. I'm gonna stereotype it. I think I feel like Baku is the worst place to have a sprint race in one regard. It's because it's a street course, yeah. And you have you have sections where it's just so tight that it just doesn't. There just is no room for error. Yeah. And I think of it like Monaco with like longer straights. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it just doesn't really lend itself to like good 
like it's like, like Monaco like plus, plus Monza is kind of what it. Yeah, it's like yeah. well, throw the straights from Monza on top of Monaco. Go. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of feel like yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't really yeah. Um, work for. Spin but racing. it's going to be with us for a while. If people didn't hear, their contract got renewed through I forget what year, but yeah, Baku is sticking around. Okay, so this is a bit of a tangent, but one of the things that struck my uh, caught my attention was. Prior to the race, I remember hearing, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Azerbaijan apparently is neutral with regards to the war in the Ukraine between Russia and the Ukraine. And they have actually said that they support Russia because of their um, uh, the resolution of the conflict between them and Armenia, I believe. And so Russia apparently played a role in negotiating that and sorting that out in Azerbaijan's favor. Hmm. So what I'm wondering about is, given that Formula One and all of these, you know, organizations were, you know, like, for example, Mazepin lost his right officially because of, uh, of you know, the, um, the sanctions against Russia. I'm like, Azerbaijan is kind of towing a very interesting line. But then I thought about it and I'm like, well, the Saudis and all of these OPEC plus nations are also to some degree in league with Russia. Of course. Like, well, that's going to be an interesting uh, bit of political finagling that's going to have to go on behind the scenes because, like geopolitics always plays an interesting role in formula one and usually it's in the form of nation states trying to look more legitimate because they've got the olympics they've <laughs> right. got the formula one race right. and i'm like mm, that's really what's happening in azerbaijan but we're kind of letting it slide in a way we don't let it slide in saudi arabia well i mean and what do you mean we're going to saudi arabia for the next however many years well, too, yeah. Aramco, so. Saudi Aramco is sponsored. I mean, their signs are everywhere. <laughs> exactly. I can't even play the video game without seeing Aramco signs. I mean, they, they're like, well, it's in the game. It's in the I game. Know. I'm like, Geez. well, yeah, it's got to be realistic, right? And that's, yeah. that's how it looks in real life. So, yeah, no. Um, um, yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, apparently. Um, so, yeah, Azerbaijan um, uh, says that they support Ukraine's territorial integrity, but they're cautious about angering the Kremlin because of the, for the sake of their own national security. And um, ah. it's complicated, I guess, because they're also Azerbaijan is in a conflict with Armenia. Um, right. And so, yeah, so it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like they're sort of like fence sitters, I guess, uh, in a sense. So I would say that's not necessarily as bad as I mean, it's not like, you know, we're necessarily going somewhere that is like, yay, Russia. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. Probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably as far as the countries we go to that are problematic how uh, i say we i mean we're not we're not going anywhere <laughs> well you know china was like hey we've got a coronavirus problem so uh, we'll skip that i guess arguably china would be the most the other i guess potentially problematic one in that sense but i mean they I, are their I, i'm own here to thing. say that the us is almost as problematic as if if not equally considering the states that formula we're one having is, races in tennessee yeah well okay but florida <laughs> texas yeah, literally Oh yeah, this yeah. is. The, I mean, Nevada is like the best, I guess, of of the three, and that's, uh, that's true. So that's that's really not not as big, you know, other than the <laughs> fact that it's in the U.S., which you know, uh, <laughs> has many <laughs> many issues. But I mean, honestly, I do. I'm always at pains to point this out to people that when when you criticize uh, places Formula One goes that are predominantly you know uh arab countries or muslim countries or or whatever the case may be and you don't say anything about you know florida about texas about things uh, that are, could be going on even in the uk that are going on and i mean 
hungry like is an obvious <laughs> you know that oh yeah is a, there's a dictator turkey. in hungary i mean turkey you know there's a lot of uh yeah same same type of situation similar type of situation if you're not saying anything about the countries where there are white english-speaking people or whatever the case may be you know then you need to take a good long hard look at yourself and and at how you're you know judging these other countries um i mean you know i I, i'm always like listen saudi arabia obviously bad wish we didn't weren't going there but that's a that is a a theocratic dictatorship okay that there you can't the people there don't have a say Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they agree, maybe a lot of them agree with the government as well, but in the U.S., we ostensibly have a democracy, and yet we still have these states uh, that uh, Formula One is racing in, specifically, that are some of the worst in terms of now human rights um, in the in the United States. So, just, just, just reminding everyone again before we go to Miami next week. I, I was going to say, it's not like people were taking a knee in Formula One races or NFL games because people weren't being executed in the streets. Exactly. By exactly. law enforcement. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, okay, we didn't kill like 89 people all at once on one day, you know, like Saudi Arabia did. But uh, I will say that when Donald Trump was president, uh, he executed some, it was a lot of people. Because uh, uh, the, there's, you know, state executions and there's federal executions also, which we... Uh, which, you know, a lot of countries don't even have the death penalty anymore, and I think we shouldn't have it either, personally, but but we do. And Donald Trump was all like, yes, 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 execute, execute, execute. Okay, it was not as many as Saudi Arabia, but anyhow. Um, <laughs> so Way to tie that topic together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, and then something else that I was, like, starting to be concerned about this weekend is that, um, and some of the drivers talked about this, especially Checo was talking about it in, I think, the uh, post-race press conference. Um, and other drivers have talked about that it is already harder to follow this season than it was last season, they're saying. Um, and so, I mean, I'm, like, deeply concerned that <laughs> other than the fact that we've got super dominant Red Bull and everyone else is just like, you know, what do we do? <laughs> See, you know, seeming like it's going to be possibly a couple years even, or who knows, you know, before maybe anyone can really challenge them. Uh, hopefully it won't be that long, but we don't know. Uh, but now there's <laughs> this too. Like, I'm like, oh, oh no. Are these, uh, I mean, <laughs> are these new regulations not actually all they were cracked up to be? Like, I'm, I'm worried. I was wondering if it's related to you raise the floor, it creates a different... I mean, I, also, obviously it must be that, yeah. But there was also like some uh, interesting stuff, like Sam Collins, I think, on uh, F... I guess he's on F1 yeah, TV. He, uh, he brought up the fact that like the rear wing designs were kind of getting very intriguing and kind of dancing around the rules with the way mm-hmm. they were uh, creating this sort of like, you know, spoon shape yeah. on the lower plane of the wing. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, like... Yeah, the end plates used to be the parts that would be of concern. And I noticed that the way they're handling the curves of those ends, what what basically is now part of the wing structure is a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, you know what? It's all so complex that, like, I, as a layperson who just <laughs> follows the sport, 
I don't think that there's any way to, for me to like look at it and go like, oh yeah, it's the Framistat. <laughs> but but it totally it totally <laughs> seems like you know the the people who are paid to be the experts, the Albert Fabregas, the you yeah. know the the Scarbs, the the uh, Sam Collins, those guys are doing this analysis week in and week out, and it seems like what's being settled on is that yeah, the innovation in Arrow is going to create more disturbance because everyone's like trying to find a way to get like more downforce without like jacking up their right, drag. Right. And I'm like, oh, if that's the case, you know, because like, have you noticed that? Um, okay, this is this is I'm forgetting if this is if this is old school or not, <laughs> but on the on the um, precinct generation of the turbo hybrid era cars, if you looked at the floor, especially on the Mercedes, Sam Collins had had a statement. He called the little little wing pieces that were sticking up vertically sticky uppy bits. Yeah, right. Which which to me is like the funniest name. That's for the it, technical right? term. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, okay, well, that was an interesting way to generate, like, you know, shape the, the airflow and to kind of, like, you know, play with generating downforce of the floor. I noticed that now they're doing all kinds of tricks on those floor edges because they did the thing yeah. with that little string of carbon, mm-hmm. and they're like, look, our floor extends to this limit. <laughs> but I also noticed that, like, they're now sculpting all these interesting shapes into the yeah. floor edges, yeah. and, and McLaren did that this weekend. So I'm thinking... Yeah, between that and all of the skirting the rules with the wing designs, creating those like very those bowl or spoon shaped, uh, uh, I guess structures yeah. in the lower wing, <sighs> they probably are finding ways to create disruptive airflow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like I'm so I'm so torn. Like I really, 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 really still love F1 above all else. But then I look at like IndyCar, which is you know ostensibly a spec series. Like for people that don't understand. It's a spec series, yeah, in the sense that everyone has the same chassis and the same um, kind of like aero kit and whatever. But there are there are still a lot of, I mean, there uh, are still a lot of uh, modifications and things they can do. Set up, there's like so much stuff still, um, even mm-hmm. though it's uh, sort of. A, I mean, it's the same. You know, if you think about like F2 or F3 or things, you know, there's there's things they can do there as well. And but um, but yeah, so I when I <laughs> I look at F1 and I'm like. Like this, uh, in this past race, one had to be up very early for, in uh, even for me in the central time zone in the U.S. People on the <laughs> West Coast, I don't know what they did. I mean, maybe they just didn't, did, go, to didn't go to bed. Yeah, maybe, but that's only gonna work if you're, you know, out having a good time or something, maybe. And then you get like, uh, otherwise, I wouldn't personally, at least me, at, at my uh, not as old age as yours. <laughs> <laughs> but but getting there, I'm already like I would I would like fall asleep like I'm not gonna make it like I tried to make it for Australia uh, last season this season I was like I'm not gonna try like what's the <laughs> point I but I yeah I made it like last time I I, I fell asleep like halfway through and uh, so it, it's like it's getting to the point and it's only my like third season or whatever but because things are getting a bit dull in a sense with the lack of competitiveness um you know of other teams and whatever that i'm like i don't know if i need to get up to watch it live anymore you know i mean i mean i'll watch it later i mean i don't think i'm at the point where like i'm not gonna watch it at all and just watch like highlights or something but like but I don't know. Like I could see, I could see that happening. If I, and I'm like, and it creep, it freaks me out because I'm like, I, you know, I mean, I really, I, I still care, of course. But it's like, also like we were told, okay, this season there's not going to be an exciting battle at the front. Fine, uh, but you know, there's going to be all these battles in the midfield, and the midfield's going to be so exciting and interesting. But so far, they're screwing the pooch in the midfield. You know, like with Alpine having no points this past weekend with 
you know, Haas just doing whatever. Like, there's, the, I don't know what's going on over there exactly. And, uh, you know, McLaren's updates kind of worked, but, you know, it's still, things are still not great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, in the upper midfield, I guess we have, like, Aston and Mercedes. Uh, and Ferrari. It, well, you're right. <laughs> I mean, they did. They, Ferrari. They, they, I think Ferrari outperformed. Uh, let's see. Where did Carlos Sainz finish? I forget now. Oh, uh, not not very well. He, right, because I was going to say, Leclerc yeah. got podium. Oh, third. Carlos got, like, uh, got bodied this weekend. It was yeah. it was sort of scary and embarrassing for him. Mm. I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's premature to say anything like that, you know, Ferrari's going to be like, get the hell out of here but he might be like you're the number two now well he's i mean i I think that i mean i think that's kind of always sort of been clear like whether they 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 never admit it and whatever but it's like everyone knows you know it's um uh i think it's pretty clear especially especially like last season it was like okay i'm having trouble getting um you know up getting to grips with the new car and but it's like it seems to be like happening again and yeah maybe things are going to improve for him but it's like He's he's just obviously not on Charles level, and I don't you know I don't I don't I I don't think he ever like will be. I don't think you can. There there is such a thing as raw talent. <laughs> some yeah, yeah. people have it, some people don't. You can be a really 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 hard worker and still get to a really high level. Um, you know if you're and Carlos is he's renowned for that being like very smart, very you know dedicated, very you know like trying to get the most out of but. At the end of the day, you know, there's there's just something that little extra magic that some people are going to have in, in any sport. And so uh, I have a question for you that this will this will get to the crux of your fandom. So you're a Lewis <laughs> Hamilton fan, right? Yes. Would you root for what him gave it away? If, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Would you root for Lewis Hamilton if he were at Ferrari? I well yeah I mean I don't I don't see why not like I don't have any I don't really necessarily I don't have like super negative feelings about a Ferrari okay. like a lot of I think a lot of people do I I don't have it's because of the Dallas Cowboys of Formula One right so yeah it's like, it's, I don't sometimes it's fun to hate them because yeah. they think that they're better than everyone else right. but they haven't been right right but like I have I think I've told you I have the same problem like I like the drivers I actually like the team principal Fred Vasseur yeah like, me too I like Bonato. me too yeah um. So it's funny because I like the people, but you know, the best way I can put it is <laughs> I don't hate Ferrari. I hate Ferrari fans. Uh, I mean, I don't even mind them. I don't think that much. Like there's, I mean, some of them are, you know, a bit obnoxious, mm. whatever, but you could say that about like any, what, what makes you uh, hate Ferrari fans? I think, I think it's, maybe it's not hate. Maybe I don't hate them. Maybe I Maybe I just want them to let go of that narcotic <laughs> because there's this. Oh there's yeah, but that that's, that's, that's just of, not going to happen. That's I'm going to, I'm going to come back to my baseball thing that I talked about last week. We have again, like in Chicago, uh, people who are Chicago Cubs fans are known for like they're, uh, you know, if you had to pick one of our baseball teams to be the Ferrari, it would be the Cubs because, People who are the, you know, the, they take pride in the fact that they're diehard fans. That no matter mm-hmm. how poorly the team is doing, that the stadium is packed. That no matter how, you know, how badly the, uh, it's going, that they're at the game, they're watching the game, they're supporting the team. Like they, that's it's and it's very Ferrari esque. Like I don't think there's anything you can do with those kinds of, <laughs> like those people cannot be dissuaded. 
there's no, you know, (laughs) but I'm sure among them, there must be some people who are like the more reasonable types who probably are like, and I'm, I know they're out there. Uh, cause I probably (laughs) said, sometimes I see them on social media or whatever. I think people, you know, who are, they're like, I'm a Ferrari fan, but like, this is, this is fucked up. You know, right, right, I right. mean, look at Charles. Uh, Charles, poor Charles. He's so depressed. Like, and that's why, you know, it's he, like this. It's <laughs> like this again. Yeah, it's always like this. Like he I mean, you you could see him like in the I mean, I watched, you know, all the uh, like I watched the post race press conference and all his like they're asking him like they're trying to like they're trying to give him an opportunity to say, yeah, things are going better. We're on the, com-, you know, and, and, and it, he was not having it because he's like, no, things aren't better. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have a I have a second question for you. So let's kind of follow up on the Hamilton Ferrari thing. So there were all these things showing, like you know, well Mercedes could court Leclerc to be the backup plan if if, uh, if Hamilton uh, retired, which yeah. I think Leclerc to to Mercedes would create something that I I actually am watching the midfield for because you mentioned also like um, watching racing. You know, there's not a lot going on. I am here for maximum intra-team messiness (laughs) and let me give you my my canonical (laughs) list my perfect list of things that would make the sport way more entertaining in sort of a a wwe kind of way um i was really hoping that magnuson and uh nico hulkenberg (laughs) team smb would uh have friction but they're like best buds no it's yeah it's all fine now they're you know they're both dads now they've mellowed out they're all chill yeah they're they're like probably hugging each other oh yeah talking about how gunther doesn't understand they keep complimenting each other's hair nico hulkenberg recently did a reddit ama that is that is team good hair i believe (laughs) let's see the best hair on the grid would it be no it's no come on carlos this is the best Carlos There's and, nobody, and Charles. Nobody's hair is better than Carlos. Yeah, I was gonna like, say Carlos and Charles. They 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 could just be like a. a I don't know if Charles in the Charles not in the same tier for me. No, but Carlos. he'd be the number two on that team. Okay, fine. Hair wise, he's the number two on but that like, team. Hulkenberg and Magnuson. I mean. I mean, I I'm not. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not. I don't go for that like Aryan like vibe. I'm a little freaked out by it, so I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, mm, it's the swarthy, the swarthy Carlos signs type. Yeah, I'm more like I. I prefer you know Carlos's hair. Hair is. I mean, it's famously like insane. Like I was gonna say, you know, like he he takes off the helmet and it like looks better somehow. Like how how did this is. There's some kind of it's witchcraft magic. going on. I, I don't know. He, pro- he probably made a deal with the devil where it's like, okay, you can have perfect hair he must or you can have. be the number one at Ferrari. Right. And he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> the hair will be with me always. Ferrari will only be a short time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think he would have. Well, anyway. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I mean. Well, he clearly he picked the hair. I mean, if that's what happened, because the <laughs> hair is unbelievable. But uh, that's true. And it's, you know, it just uh, and. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, but I don't have any, like, I, overall, I don't have, like, negative feelings for, I feel, like, bad for their fans the same way that I often would feel bad for, uh, and I'd say that they're better, if I'm comparing them to Cubs fans, I'd say that Ferrari fans are actually a bit better in the sense that they may be just as deluded and just as, um, you know, blindly loyal, but they're not, uh, the, I don't get from them, like, what I get from, um, you know, Red Bull, f- not all, again, hashtag not all Red Bull fans, <laughs> hashtag not all Max Verstappen fans, hashtag not all Fernando Alonso fans, but a large majority <laughs> of or a Or at lot- least the loudest ones among them. Yeah, like Ferrari doesn't, like, the at least 
as far as I've seen in, in the interactions I've had with people like online or whatever, that doesn't seem to be uh, like a hostility, um, you know, towards other teams and other drivers as uh, as as much as you see in, in, in other fan bases. So. But isn't everyone nice while they're getting their ass kicked? I mean, like, oh, stop beating me. (laughs) Okay, I won't do that again. I'm sorry, Mr. Red Bull, Mr. Mercedes. I won't. Actually, Mr. Mercedes is a Stephen King thing that is way. It's if you you do not want to. Mr. Mercedes, whatever you do, don't watch it if you're if you're not in the horror. Okay. Um, No, I like horror. Well, I mean, I'm. (laughs) Oh, well, that case. Yeah. I mean, I I don't have I'm not like a initially connoisseur, but I am. a Yeah, I, I, I enjoy uh, uh, horror. Uh, I'm not as good at, my husband is the one who is, he's like, it's amazing if we watch a scary movie, like I'm always, I'm the one, like I'll, I'll actually be scared and I'll whatever to him. It's like nothing. Like it's like, cause he's like, I, he's been watching these movies since he was like definitely way Same too age. young to be watching them. Yeah. My parents <laughs> took me to the theater to see Jaws when it came out. Okay. I was not old enough to see Jaws. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so it's like so. he's like desensitized completely and he just has no like and he'll and he'll do the like he'll like jump scare me before there's even anything and I'm like <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, Grace would sue me for spousal abuse if I did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah no, Justifiably I so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but anyway, I uh yeah, so Ferrari fans are cool with me. You know, I again, I really mostly just feel sorry for them and I definitely feel yeah. sor- sorry for Charles like i feel i feel bad i mean perhaps there'll be a lot of other good sad songs that will come out of this <laughs> but other than that i think there's very little upside i mean it's it's just very sad honestly that you know his talents like being wasted really there i mean he's still young obviously and there's still time but you know there that's always the conversation is like where is he gonna go like there's nowhere else to go um yeah unless i mean there's you know and and for him to even ha- to be at a position now where he has to even publicly deny rumors that he's like spoken to Toto or whatever <laughs> that you know these kinds of things are it's gotten to that, that point. That guy he means nothing to me. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> Who's Toto? <laughs> Did, didn't they make that song called Africa? Yes, that was, the, yes. That was my jam. <laughs> he probably knows it too. He's <laughs> oh yeah, he's probably like playing on his piano. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you about the drama in the midfield um, because I look for teammates who are going to have friction because you know. So I thought Yuki and Nick DeVries would have like a serious rivalry. You and did? Nick Why? Because Nick DeVries is a Formula E. First of all, he is the one Dutch open wheel champion. I would have never pegged there to be any kind of problem there. Nick DeVries has no personality and no, you know, like you have. No, I think, I think, I think, well, okay. I'll tell you what I picked up on was when they announced Nick DeVries and they talked, they talked to Yuki and they, and they asked about like, well, um, they asked like, basically, are you expecting to lead the team next year? He was like, yeah. And there was like a little attitude to it. And I was like, oh, Yuki. And so <laughs> if you piece it together with all this stuff he's been doing where he's like showing himself like working out and taking the job seriously, I think to some degree the presence of Nick DeVries, someone who is an established open wheel race, racing driver who has won a championship in Formula E and like I was going to say, the only Dutch open wheel champion <laughs> that I can root for, okay, Um he came in after his ex- amazing run at Monza last year where he what drove like, three different cars yeah. in the course of one weekend yeah. or something like that. Um, and then scored the, p- the points that Latifi never could. <laughs> you know, that was like kicking that dude out the door. I mean, he did the thing, you know, but it's like also I can't even I, I can't say that I 
root for him because I I just don't care. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I I root I root I root for Nick DeVries only because he's a perpetual underdog and I'm a sucker for underdogs mm. who don't have fans who think that they're better than they are. Ferrari. Sometimes underdogs um, are underdogs for a reason, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like okay. So, so I don't I, I don't think Nick DeVries. I don't think he's long for this world here. Basically, no, not unless he has a major turnaround. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my, here's here's my one for uh, other yeah. messiness. Now we know Checo and Max. There's always like we all hope that there's gonna be some kind of epic meltdown, especially on Max's side, right? Because oh, that would be fantastic. I'm, I mean, I'm praying for it because there's nothing else to look forward to this season. It's just when when Tim last week said he enjoys reality TV, and I was like, me too. I was like, yeah, I am here for a Max Verstappen meltdown, like he had in Brazil <laughs> last year, where he's like, you know my reasons, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I want him to be like the jilted lover, like on a radio call, just pissed off and angry. So here's what I'm thinking. I want Checo to crash again in Monaco on purpose <laughs> during qualifying. Like, imagine. Just imagine. <laughs> oh, if only Lewis Hamilton would tweet that. Right. Um, so my, my, my other team friction thing i'm thinking for is oscar piastri and lando norris because oh, i thought you were gonna I say think, gasly and ocon because that's what everyone was expecting oh, that, coming you know, into the i mean so far you can't have friction when you're just you know fucking it up all the time but, <laughs> yeah pierre I mean, they gasly did, they did crash into each other but then they were like under penalty of death forced to make that video and it, and whatever, and it was so. gasly's fault i'd like yeah. to point out that they uh-huh yeah i mean i I'm think just, it was more i am i am I, am, I, am I i think i'm gonna come across as like the most anti-gasly person i totally <laughs> like him it's just that i've been i've been casting shade on his hairline and <laughs> saying he's at fault but i i am team sd bestie oh. and and the reason I'm Team SD Bestie, in case I have not mentioned this before, is because he comes from a much more modest background. Yeah, and his family yeah. sacrificed everything for him to race. Yeah. And that just that that's the same story that Hamilton has. And mm-hmm. so if I'm a sucker for that on the Hamilton same, side, then same. You know, I, I'm 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 all about like the guys, you know, rising above their station, sure. like Alexander Hamilton in the musical, rise above rise yeah. up, Ocon. Um <laughs> there's a musical reference in the list for no reason at all. Um, yeah, same I, with Alex Albon. Like that's why I also yeah. Uh, you know, well, Albon 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 comes from major money. Like his family has a moat around their house in Thailand, from what I've heard. Oh so, really? Yeah. So yeah, they're but they're did not. They they're, have, but there was that like you know there was that period. Oh, his mom. I mean, his mom like, had to go to prison, and like they didn't have like he. I mean, it's I don't know if they have all yeah. that money. Then why was he ever in danger of ever not being able to race? You know, I remember him talking about. Oh, that I don't they think he has the... like Mazepin money. I think they've okay. got like, I they've got like. So um, it's just not enough. <laughs> Lando Norris type money, yeah. Not no, Lando Norris drive. type money is a lot of money. I mean, he was yeah. the joke about Lando was always that he was like a pay driver that also happened to be good. You know, like yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That was always the 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 joke about him, which I have to say, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're gonna see Lando and Oscar seem very chummy. I mean, obviously, again, it's easy to you know do maybe when the car sucks, and uh, yeah. but like, but also, yeah, they seem very. I mean, you know, we have to remember they're like what Oscar's like a year younger than Lando, like they're basically the same age. So sure. I feel like there's already, you know, I don't, I don't know if they, they don't have necessarily, I think, a ton in common, but it's already kind of more you know, chill that they're the same age basically. And that they're, I think, I think they seem to get on pretty well together. And, but I, uh, yeah, Oscar, I think is doing a great job. 
which we haven't really talked much about, but I'm all like, I'm like on the Oscar PSG bandwagon, to be honest. I, Same here. I, yeah, no, I want to see Lando humbled. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen this season or, you know, whatever. I, I mean, he is a rookie, but like, I'm, mm. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> wanting that to happen because Lando, I have like a, love hate relationship with i mean i don't hate him whatever hate is a strong word i probably would only reserve that for certain uh drivers but uh (laughs) i don't feel that (laughs) i don't feel that way about lando but lando's just like a you know he's he's like he's just like a clueless rich boy you know he's pretty he's a space cadet he's a good driver obviously i think lando is the type of person that he's very funny and jokey and kind of silly in his initial persona. And he's kind of got, you see more of the killer in him. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, I'm going to sound like the villain in some kind of psychological drama, <laughs> but I want to see what happens when you peel back beneath that. Like, is he the same person? Like when there's someone coming at him who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't want to play golf with him, like Carlos, who doesn't want to like joke around. And, well, I don't think you know, Oscar's much of a golfer, so I don't think he's, you know, that's what I mean. Like, you yeah. know, he and Carlos had like a, a, a really good friendship. Well, they still, yeah, they still are. The they still are. Friends, yeah. yeah. Carlando was a thing, but, yeah, yeah. um, but I think Oscar, if he's given a shot, if he if he feel like there's a green light for him to take the throne yeah. from uh from Lando, I think he'll I think he'll do he'll do exactly what George is doing. Oh yeah, no, George- mark my words, Oscar is like I don't think people understand this about Oscar if they don't know much about him or like his. I mean, people know obviously his stellar junior career and all that, but Oscar he is a stone cold killer. I'm here to tell like look into look into his eyes. There's nothing that uh, now now now, uh, now I don't think that's the same as the way like Max is uh, you know kind of has also you could say like a similar thing about him Oscar I don't think is he's like the um, nicer version I guess I would say of like like he's you know or like you could say that about George maybe too because George is sort of that way uh, especially as we've seen this past weekend but uh, he, George, George will yeah George will shank you oh yeah yes. he, he will absolutely but he but he seems very like polite and whatever right he sees oh yeah <laughs> I heard somebody say that oh uh, sugar <laughs> yeah that was amazing I was like what the hell even is that I've never heard it's that. like if you, don't, if you want to keep that side pod you might <laughs> want to see on your side of the track I've never heard that in my life. Um, I mean, this is all we have to live for this season. This is all there is. You know, this was this giant thing was made out of this, uh, which was a racing incident. <laughs> Kapow! <laughs> I mean, and again, I have to say, like, for people that if you've never checked out IndyCar, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, they have had four races this season so far, IndyCar. Four different people have won the races, okay? Hmm. And uh, so I'm just putting that out there for everyone, letting you know. I mean, that's why, like, people, I would would say it's a, you know, like, it's, it's a huge accomplishment to win any race, of course, you know, when you're driving against other professional drivers, whatever. But, like, in IndyCar, like, it's really, like, a big freaking deal. Uh, to win a race because it's super super competitive and it's a really really competitive field and you know yeah of course you have just like just like in f1 where there are certain teams that are kind of the bigger teams or the more you know you do have people but it's it's like uh it's just a lot more exciting like i didn't get a chance to watch all like i regretted it i was gonna watch the entire race later in the day 
um, that IndyCar had on Sunday, which was in um, Alabama at Barber Motorsport Park, which is this actually really cool looking. It's like it's like a track slash museum. They've got uh, there's all these like metal sculptures. There's like this giant spider. There's like this gorilla. There's all this other stuff, and they're all like kind of as part like a driver would see them while driving on the track. Well, I mean maybe not too much because you know they're busy but uh but they're like right there kind of by the track so it's very it looks very cool i'm like well i don't want to go to alabama necessarily but (laughs) if i if i could i probably would because it looks very cool but i was you know and i was like i regretted it i was like i i was like so tired from having gotten up early for this boring fucking race and i was like if i had just not done that i could have watched this more interesting race later in the day and i actually felt bad about it so, uh, you know, again, check out IndyCar, like, and, you know, check out now they've had the first episode of that um, 100 Days to Indy thing, which, okay, is not as good as Drive to Survive. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not as good, but I but I, uh, I think it hopefully it might have that effect for, you know, maybe some people. I Once, it's, once more people see it, because obviously not everyone has the CW, like if you're not in the U.S., you know, or even if you are in the U.S., I don't think a lot of people know you can watch it um, on their app like the next day if you didn't see it when it's actually on, FYI. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, check out IndyCar because <laughs> otherwise you're just going to see a depressed Charles Leclerc every weekend and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I have a question about IndyCar. So I've been to um, – multiple IndyCar races because oh, yeah? they have them in Baltimore. Oh. And we went out to Sonoma and we saw okay. IndyCar race there as well. And one thing I've realized is that IndyCar, I felt like I could observe what was going on at the track and appreciate like how different drivers took a, t- a corner differently, mm-hmm. especially since we're, you're sitting at one corner, so you're right. just watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. And in Formula One, I mean, we've been to Canada and to Abu Dhabi and... Maybe it's my own ignorance because we, wa- we went to Abu Dhabi when I was still kind of new to the sport. And so I could see, like, we were at a really cool section. It's kind of like the, um, what I would call the handle of the gun, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> the track. Um, but it, it kind of allowed me to see, like, how different drivers took, you know, took the turns reasonably well. But I couldn't see the whole track because it was so large. Mm-hmm. Whereas at Sonoma, you could see everything. Um, well, you could see mostly everything from where we were sitting. And I was like, I wonder if that's part of the joy of IndyCar is that... <laughs> Um, for some of these tracks, you can really appreciate what's going on throughout the whole race without having to resort to the video screens. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that is the case at some. I mean, definitely, there it depends on the track, like for sure. There are some, you know, there. But yeah, there's especially at like when they, you know, of course, IndyCar goes to. Um, they have uh, street courses. They have road courses, which. Uh, are you know purpose-built tracks and then they have ovals obviously and then there's you know the one big super speedway obviously at at ims now you can't see every you're gonna see you know people (laughs) but people have their favorite places to sit there but there it's like that's a whole other ball of wax because you can always they have a whole thing like you can you you know what's going on and you can also listen like there's like a radio thing anyway but uh i have a question for you about this so Formula One used to recognize the Indianapolis 500 as... Right, right. How do you think that, given that Liberty, Me- Liberty Media is, you know, U.S.-based, do you think they would ever take Formula One back to, to Indianapolis? Because... Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of people that wish that they would, and actually I wish they would because that would be... <laughs> Proximity. I could, I could drive, Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm like, eh, 
I, I don't, at the same time, I'm like, I don't care one way or the other because um, I'm already, I'm going to uh, hopefully be going to, there's an IndyCar race in Wisconsin that is not that far from me. It's like two hours away. Um, and, um, and I think it's actually, Indianapolis is technically a little further, not a lot. Um, so, you know, I mean, yeah, I should, I should probably try to go to the Indy 500 too, but then I, I'm, I feel, I don't, I don't know what to do for that. There's like <laughs> the Indy 500 is, if people don't know, it's literally the whole month of May is like about the Indy 500. It's, there's so much stuff and there's like, there's all these different days and there's anyway, um, it's a, and it's a religion, uh, over there and it's a uh, religion in IndyCar in general, which is kind of, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all talk about, like, all these people, all these guys from, like, Europe and whatever, all that they only had to do one season or two seasons in, in IndyCar before they're like, yeah, the month of May. I mean, if people don't know, like, last uh, season, Marcus Erickson won the Indy 500. You may remember him from Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, you know, they, they seem to, you know, people, I mean, um, Roman Grosjean was actually... He was like supposed to win this race this past weekend, but he's like uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's had a lot of, he's had a bunch of, I mean, he was on pole for this race and he led for a lot of it. He led for a huge chunk of the race. And then, yeah, he just didn't, um, didn't do it in the end. And it's, uh, I almost felt a little bad for him. I don't really have uh, warm feelings for him necessarily <laughs> overall. Okay, that's a horrible pun. Warm feelings for Grosjean. Okay, I didn't mean it that way. Obviously, I'm glad he didn't <laughs> die. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he's especially he's got like three that, kids. That's a very low bar. I'm glad he didn't die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wouldn't wish death on him. Just you know, no, losing. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he's. I don't know. He's. He just. He's like a lot of. I mean, I don't know. He's like. Uh, there's. Uh, Racing drivers are, you know, a particular type of person, right? And even though there is obviously some variation among them um, and and maybe about how they present themselves publicly, but you, to me, like, the that huge ego and that, like, uh, you know, what often accompanies it is this feeling of being aggrieved uh, at, like, you know, the way that their career goes or whatever, things that happen. Like, I just, I find that all, like, super off-putting. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not into it. I'm like, I'm like, I get it. Listen, I've, I could talk about my own life and, and things that I, you know, and, and be really aggrieved and pissed off, but um, I, I just, I'm not like these people who are making, you know, millions of dollars and who've had, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear it from you, to be honest. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Not, not, I don't care. I was actually like, there was this amazing photo of Grosjean at last year's Miami Grand Prix. He was there as like, I don't know, he was like serving drinks or something. I mean, okay, I don't know what he was actually doing, but he was, <laughs> and there was a picture of him sitting in the Mercedes hospitality and he looked so forlorn and like sad, you know, and I, I even though, but he, I genuinely believe he does love, he's loving being an IndyCar. He's very, very happy. He's, you know, he's got all this respect and uh, everything, and he's uh, and he's done incredibly well there overall. He still hasn't won one, but, like, again, he was supposed to, like, it almost happened this past weekend. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> but anyway, he, he's living his best life now in Miami. He's got, you know, he's got, like, this, like, one of those ridiculous, like, Lamborghini SUV things that's, like, green. Oh, the you know, Urus. It's like a lime green, exactly. And mm. I'm like, okay, I'm good good for you man i <laughs> whatever so uh yeah 
uh, and he's a huge, huge, huge fan favorite in IndyCar. Um, so yeah, as I saw the meme of the little kid who's like, I think McLaughlin won the race, right? And the kid would not give him a fist bump because yeah. he's a Grosjean fan. <laughs> I was like, that's the type of saltiness we need more of in sports. I know. Where little kids are like, "Mm." Yeah, they all get along too well also in IndyCar. It's like for some people who if you're one of the, if you want the drama, there is less of it, sort of. I mean, it still, it happens still, you know, there is, you know, but they're also very nice. That's we noticed that with MotoGP as well. Um, after the race, actually, great. We, we had this great uh, exchange where we realized like the thing they need to do is what they do in MotoGP because after the race is over, they put the podium uh, winners in a car together. So they're all sitting three abreast in the backseat of a car and they drive them to like, I guess, where they're going to do like interviews or what have you. So they put a camera in there with them. So you see them just talking to each other like, oh, yeah, hey, man. Oh, like oh my the cool down room. Alesh, he was like such a jerk in turn three. Oh, my <laughs> God. And you can hear them just being themselves. But it's like it's like it's like watching like a bunch of kids in the back of like the family station wagon. Right, like, right. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like this is the coolest thing. And I was like thinking, what three drivers would you love to see put in the back of a car and forced to like go on a, like a two hour road trip together? <laughs> Oh wow! I don't know because because my media thought was Max Lewis and Fernando. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, but I, would, I, but I wouldn't wish that on Lewis. No, um, no, I wouldn't exactly. I would feel bad about that. I I don't know. I okay. Uh, very quickly before we get into some ridiculous amount of time uh, of of, yep. of doing the show, which we we've, we've said we're not gonna do. <laughs> I know. We're already like 14 minutes past an hour. I know. Uh, okay. All right. So very quickly, uh, as far as uh, news this week, uh, there. I mean, there's not a ton of stuff. I just want to say goodbye, Franz Tost. Uh, you know, next season, obviously, it's not till next season, but don't let the door hit your bony old ass on the way out. <laughs> I don't really have. I mean, I actually, I really, I appreciate. Uh, I actually think he's... Um, uh, overall, uh, I think he's like I do really appreciate the fact that he nurtures young drivers the way he does. So I really I, I do uh, like that aspect. And and I and of course he's you know been in charge of that team for the longest time. And he's you know he again he's he's nurtured a lot of young talents and whatever. And I and I I will always be grateful for his uh, love and care of uh, you know. Uh, Tim's boyfriend Yuki, uh, we'll always appreciate him for that. But he definitely is strike. He's one of these like old school guys who thinks that drivers should be like James Hunt because last season when they were complaining about porpoising and that they were like in pain and all this, he was like too fucking bad. Like in the press conference, he was like, uh, you know, it's driving a race car is hard. Like suck it up, bitches. You know, it was basically like that sort of attitude. And I, I get the sense he's, you know, because he's not a, he's of that generation, you know, that I think is probably more like along those lines of, you know, men are and supposed to, be, clear, to be tough. James Hunt wasn't even the way they think James Hunt is. Because I, I know. Someone pointing out, like, so it's like we shouldn't slander James Hunt's name just because other people are holding true, him. Like, true, like true. people who are being jerks are holding him up as a standard. But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But, you know, like outwardly, especially in the public persona and, the, you know, with the supermodels and everything, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, 
and and yeah like i that's the other thing that i there were people this uh past weekend that were like oh wouldn't it have been cool if like max and george were like started like punching each other or whatever stuff like i'm like listen this is why you cannot have an all-male space like this is it's just bad it's bad it's bad and it's bad because like there are definitely people and you know there's always uh and there are people like recently there were some people that were talking about how like oh i wish lewis had like just gone completely crazy after abu dhabi 2021 or whatever had just been like not necessarily like getting violent but saying that like that he should have just said everything that was on his mind and whatever and all this and i'm just like this is what i mean you know you know how like people say that i mean that that's kind of equally as offensive when people will say like like a guy, like a single guy living in an apartment, they're like, this could use a woman's touch or whatever. You know, like that stuff's <laughs> stupid too. But like Formula One is, these guys already, there's too much testosterone here already. Not that that's what makes you a man necessarily, but like, I mean, it, it, I'm sorry. Like y you cannot, it, it just, it's it's just very, very icky. Like I would say, I would say it's old school definitions of manliness kind of lingering in a way that i mean think about it like ferrari keeps like ferrari has multiple reasons for doing this but like they kept leclerc from doing his own fashion brand and one of the things i always hear people saying is you need to focus on driving not so much on the fashion mm, and the yeah. music but then here's lewis doing fashion and music and winning seven championships and they go well he's got the fastest car well so did valtteri <laughs> botas right exactly. so did nico rosberg and Rosberg only got one out of all the championships, so you know. And then had yeah. to retire because that was he. He had reached that was because he was a feared that he was not going to be able to compete. Yeah, it was going to be a no. So um, yeah, but anyway, France toss. Bye bye. Um, hope you have a nice retire. I mean, you got to believe he's going to like retire. Right? He's like, like seventy six years. Yeah, old. he's, he's really old. He's almost that age where you can run for president in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, don't get any ideas, please. Uh, not that you can run because you're not a citizen, but... Um, I would consider voting for him, though. Tragically, I can't <laughs> run for the same reason. Uh, well, I am a citizen, but you have to be a natural-born citizen. Remember, mm -hmm. Arnold was going to try to change that, and I was like, yes, yes, then I could run. No, I mean, not that I'm, you know... <laughs> well, wouldn't you vote for me over Franz Tost? Yeah, okay. yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, guess so. Oh my god. Well, okay. So let me tell you. Let me because I don't really know your. I don't know your policies. Like France toast. I I think it would be suck sure it up you America do. I'm pretty far to the left. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. And, well, you know what? A ticket with you and tossed. So he could be your vice president. You could be. You could be the Obama to his Biden. Okay. I guess that would be fine. I suppose. Or but I, or I, I was going to say that. I don't even know if he agrees <laughs> politically though with me. <laughs> But, no. but that's the beauty of it. You find you have someone who goes hard left. You have someone who goes hard right. He's like, you know, we will have racing drivers who are not wusses. And you'll be like, hey, but, you know, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with being a wuss. That's and, right. And not a wuss, and but being a, you know, a sensitive. A sensitive, and, caring, yeah. artful soul. Yeah. And I mean, again, oh, people getting physically hurt last year, like, please. Like, that's, I mean, you know, the, the fact that people were like. I, and the fact that people think it was funny that Christian Horner was like, fix your fucking car, you know, that it's not. I well, mean, listen, I. The delivery of that line was funny, but <laughs> okay, yes. Okay, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, wait. We have a soundboard. I just realized this. Check this out. Oh. Wait, uh, wait. Oh, sweet. 
we've been, and we've been having, <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, I'll. T- I, I, wow. Just okay, it's going? still going. <laughs> <laughs> they should never let me know I had a soundboard. No, no, that was clearly a mistake. Okay, I mean, definitely going to uh, be utilizing that in the future. Then, fabulous! Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, so, but speaking of there being too much testosterone. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I understand. I understand. Thank you. I appreciate the applause. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Taking a bow. Um, Yeah. Speaking of there being too much testosterone, just very quickly, uh, there was uh, this past weekend was actually um, also the premiere of uh, F1 Academy, which, if people don't know, is the um, all-female racing series that has basically is with the backing of, of, of F1 itself now. Uh, sort of, <laughs> um, whereas the W series was this, um, thing that people, you know, people outside of F1 did on their own and then F1 did adopt them sort of in, so to speak, as far as that they raced on the same weekends as F1, uh, formula one Academy is, uh, fully, you know, whatever supported, but Susie Wolf is running it. Um, I mean, there's other people I'm sure running it other than her, but, uh, yeah, there's, um, the teams that are in it, if people don't know, I mean, they have a really good website that has all their, all the stuff about all the teams, the drivers, and they, the, the goal really is for it to be a serious, serious, um, you know, uh, series where, uh, the, where, you know, female drivers can get experience with, uh, these, you know, high quality teams in the junior categories. Uh, so they have ART, uh, Prema, uh, MP Motorsport, um, and, um, uh, Roden Carlin, Um, and I don't remember if I'm forgetting another one, but, uh, they, so these are, you know, teams established, uh, teams in the junior categories who've had a lot of success and have, um, ushered a lot of young drivers through, you know, like George Russell was at ART, Prema, of course, is well known for have, for being one of the top teams in the junior categories. So yeah, and each team has three drivers. Uh, so they've got, yeah, and it's, it's just this nice diversity in that they're, um, I think the only requirement is you have to be under 25, I believe, or 25 or under, um, to be in there because they really do want to try to get like, you know, if somebody can do well in, in, um, in F1 Academy, then Hopefully the the thinking is that they could then go get a seat in F3 and then et cetera, et cetera. You know, maybe they can and, and this will help prepare them um, for because obviously female drivers have raced in the junior categories, but it's always been tough for them to get funding and and they don't have the same level of preparation. But now they're with these like they're getting it seems like from all their and they're killing it on social media, too, by the way, which is good because. The really, really big problem is that they are don't have a broadcast for these races this um, inaugural season. It's expected that they're going to have it next season because they are going to be racing uh, on the same weekends as F1 next season. For not obviously not every F1 race, they're going to have fewer races, but they'll um, but they'll be racing on their weekends. So presumably they'll also be. I hope also be on F1 TV. That's my hope, and and probably other things too. But yeah, this it's 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 a major brouhaha on social media actually as far as like their fans are extremely pissed off because people uh, the the thinking was that oh, okay, maybe they're not filming at all or there's no bra- like maybe they couldn't afford it or they even though of course even if that were the case, 
it would still be extremely angering because you're like, well, F1's backing this. They're like, how serious are they really about getting a female driver into F1 eventually if you're not even going to broadcast these races? Um, you know, and it wouldn't be, and they're like, sure, they do each of their race weekends. They have three races, but they're only like half an hour, I think, or maybe even less. So they're, you know, they're short, short races. And um, so it's, 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 but so people thought like, oh, there's just not going to, they're not filming it or there's no, you know, but then they started posting clips on social media of like the, and then, and the comment, there's, there's people doing commentary and I'm like, what is this? And very, it sound what sounds like excellent commentary to me, like really, you know, they're excited. They're, these guys, they're, they're commenting, you know, they're not just like whatever, because this is a, all-female, you know, junior series that's, like, sub-F3, they're, yeah, they, like, it was, it was very good. I'm like, what, why can't we get a whole race of this? What is... It's a quality product that they just buried. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's so, like, it's, like, it's just, like, a kick in the teeth, like, you know, that you are, like, that this is a women's series, and we don't give a fuck, you know, like there, and I even, I looked for an explanation. And so F1 Academy, of course, has given none because they're, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're, 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 I mean, they're part and parcel with the, with the organization exactly. that basically suppressed them. So exactly. Like so I'm not, yeah. What just, are they going to say? You know, like, right. There's no room for them to raise. No, no, there's not. And so, and I, you know, and they're like, well, next season it's going to, but I'm like, but this is the inaugural season. Like you're making a statement already by kind of just, you know, shoving them aside, like, who cares? Like, again, what, what is this? Like, I, I have so many questions. And, you know, in other sports, you might have people who would ask those questions of the people in charge. Uh, I looked for any explanation on any, uh, in any reporting or anything that, you know, the, and the closest I could find was on the race uh, com. Don't forget the hyphen. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> doing my Ed Straw impression. Um, <laughs> Uh, that, that, that it was like, it mentioned it, you know, that there's no broadcast and it was something, it was one of these, like the race understands that it's something to do with, they made it sound like it was about money or about something. But again, what, mm. what are these clips then that they're posting? Like, what is this? What did they have those commentators just do like 30 second increments of like, did they just have them like sitting there for, like and canned. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but it's embarrassing considering the fact that there are many, like you can now watch, there's a lot, there are carding series where you can watch a broadcast with commentary. You know, it, this is, this is bigger than that. Have commentary on sim racing. I, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which I, I mean, you know, I, I it is a sport, no matter what Neil says. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just it's just deeply disappointing. It's deeply disappointing that nobody really cares to even ask the question or to find out why um, this is the case. You know, like what was the like? Because if that's one of the reasons that people are so upset, is that you're you know we're seeing that the, they've promoted it heavily otherwise. Everything is being like, like I said, done really like super. It's all very, it's slick. It's like it might as well be F one. Like you watch, you look at their social content and all the stuff that they're doing and all the like. It's it's all extremely extremely well done, but no broadcast. So it's mm. it really sucks. 
It really sucks. So, yeah. Women racing, who cares? <laughs> um, but I care. <laughs> I know. I know you do, and I appreciate it. Um, there is one advantage to F1 Academy over W Series. What's that? No Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. True, true. Yeah. And for people that don't know, I mean, W Series basically is, like, defunct. Like, they're not going to – I mean, they, they ran out of money last season. They couldn't even finish their season. Um, they had, like, uh, some other races to go, and they were like, oops, no more money. <laughs> Jamie, you're the champion. <laughs> 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 Which she was going to be probably anyway, but, yeah. We all know for people that don't know, Jamie is actually racing in the U.S. now. She's racing in uh, what is, like, the American F2, which is called Indy NXT now as an Indy Next. Used to be called Indy Lights. So she's, um, yeah, she's racing there for Andretti. And um, I think she's doing pretty well, all things considered. Um considering this is brand new to her and totally different and whatever. So go, Jamie, go. Um, okay, very quickly, uh, I am going to, an, an abridged version of our best social content thing that we like to do is I'm just going to say it's all of Lewis's uh, looks from this uh, past weekend because they were phenomenal, amazing. You know, like, I'm just going to say it's that stuff because, like, everything else I think pales in comparison. Um Especially, you know, people were obviously very big fans of the last day one. It was a Tommy Hilfiger thing. And um, people generally love to see as much of Lewis's skin as possible, right? So he did give uh, give the fans what they wanted. With that, it was like this, like, thing that was, it was, cl there were a few buttons done up at the top, but then it was kind of like, you know, so you could see the abs, you could see, you know, it was, everyone was very happy. Uh, <laughs> it was not quite on the level of Miami last year where he was wearing that like leather thing or whatever, where people died. It was, lives were ended that day, I think. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was close. And then he had like the braids down also. It was, it was, it was good. <laughs> it was very good. So uh, he, he gets uh, the first, second, and third place on the best social content podium because, you know, you really you can't go wrong with that. And finally, our tweet of the week. Um, this uh, week, it was actually, I, I, this is a, I'm very happy about this one. Um, it was, uh, it was uh, in response to me tweeting that Christian came on the radio to tell Max that Checo got lucky with the safety car. <laughs> <laughs> which you know <laughs> which uh and and the response was uh from uh, uh it's uh, at uh franklin so it's like franklin but with an i uh and <laughs> he uh paraphrased uh christian or he or she or they i don't know the person's gender they paraphrased christian they were like don't worry you're still my big special boy <laughs> you know basically is what christian was saying to max i mean we didn't uh, I'm I'm fine with us not having talked a lot about that whatever, but like it was it's just so it, uh, yeah the the way that team coddles him is just beyond it, it's <laughs> it it really is something else like that that must I be nice. The only reason I'm biting my tongue is because we've gone over an hour and a half now, and I'm thinking at I some know. point someone's like, really, I just want to get out of my car and stop <laughs> listening to this, but it's. But, but I just gotta hear what they're gonna say about about that Max <laughs> Checo thing, and I'm like, tune in next time. You ne all know, y'all know how we feel. Max sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Checo, king of the streets. Like, I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping against hope that he can keep this going. 
as long as possible the 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 sliver of a chance that he could you know challenge for the. I don't think that he's gonna sustain a championship challenge all what, season. What if what if other drivers make a concerted effort to sacrifice one car per race to just <laughs> have a mild collision with Verstappen? <laughs> like. I love it. <laughs> like maybe he's the most hated guy and they're all just like, yeah, I'm just going to race him hard. Like if he tries to lap me, I'm going to do an Ocon <laughs> and just take Yeah. Or uh, wasn't that Alex who like ignored like 500,000 blue flags in, uh, I think it might've been Alex. Our, our angel Alex Albon. Can you believe? Well, yeah, you know, because he is still a racing driver. Let's not forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's another have to fun fact. Flags yeah. If you think they can overtake you. <laughs> Here's another fun fact about IndyCar, by the way, just very quickly, and then we'll let you all get out of the car or whatever you're doing. I swear. <laughs> um, fun fact about IndyCar: they don't have they have uh, something like a blue flag, but they are not obligated to move over for race <laughs> leaders. And it's uh, so it's like one of those things where like if you want to be a nice guy. You let them buy, and if you don't, you don't have to. They don't have that. They don't have that as a rule. Which, when I first found that out, I was like, "Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff about IndyCar. Just saying, check it out. Okay, that's it. Uh, you can get out of your car. You can uh, go do what you got to do with your day. Um, thank you guys for listening and/or watching. As always, um, don't forget that you can send us an email if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, if you want to, you know. Uh, tell us why you think Alonzo maybe is a really nice guy after all. I'm just not going to believe you, and I'll delete your email. But you or can't. why Alonzo is better than Verstappen. We're <laughs> going to make that happen. I really, I love your dedication. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very impressed by how far you're willing to take this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not hard to push something that you really believe. True. True. That's right. When you're mm. when you're passionate about something, you know, you're yeah. So send us send us your thoughts, comments, suggestions, anything you have to uh racing incident pod. So that's racing incident P O D at gmail dot com. Um and we'll be happy to again, I'm gonna ignore it if it's you know about something about Alonzo being nice. Um, fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> or tell us tell us what your favorite driver would have to do for you to stop being a fan of theirs maybe you know uh since we've uh, been over all that a little too much <laughs> and uh and that that is it from us this week we will see you guys next week after miami uh and uh yeah that's it bye thank you so much for listening we are a small, independent platform, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and it is produced by me, Tim Rodriguez, and Flip Medley. You can find all our episodes on RacingIncident.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember to always keep pushing the limits. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race. And I don't know why I'm making this weird hand gesture, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but I think this is now officially the gesture that means Max and Fernando in combat and I'm just going I'm just going to stop it